So what do you do when you need a victory? We'll find out today. This is Sheree. Welcome to Meditating the Word. Okay, day one of our 21-day fast. We're going to start out with our foundational scripture for this series, Mark 9, 29. Jesus said, This kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. This tells us that sometimes fasting is required. We're going to talk about fasting for a victory today. We'll look at an account of fasting in Judges 20. Just a little background. The story actually starts in chapter 19 with the Levite man traveling with his concubine to her parents' house in Bethlehem. This is definitely one of the R-rated and more gruesome stories in the Bible. So fair warning. They stop in Gibeah on their way home to Ephraim to spend the night, and an old man takes them into his house. That night, the wicked men of the city start banging on the door and insisting the old man send out the Levite so they can have sex with him. Instead, the concubine is sent out. She's raped and abused all night, and in the morning, when the Levite opens the door, he finds her dead on the threshold of the house. So he loads her up on his donkey, takes her home, and cuts her into twelve parts, and sends one part to each of the tribes of Israel, asking for vengeance. The leaders of the twelve tribes gather together to discuss what should be done. Now, Gibeah is part of the tribe of Benjamin. They ask that Benjamin turn over the men responsible, but they refuse. So they assemble to go to war against Benjamin, brother against brother. The first day, the battle didn't go so well for Israel, and they were defeated by Benjamin. That night, they wept before the Lord until evening and asked if they should go up against Benjamin, their brother, again, and God said yes. The second day, the battle didn't go well again for Israel, and they suffered heavy losses by Benjamin. So we'll pick up the story in verse 26. I'm reading from the NIV. Then all the Israelites, the whole army, went up to Bethel, and there they sat weeping before the Lord. They fasted that day until evening and presented burnt offerings and fellowship offerings to the Lord. And the Israelites inquired of the Lord. In those days, the Ark of the Covenant of God was there with Phinehas, son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, ministering before it. They asked, Shall we go up again to fight against the Benjamites, our fellow Israelites, or not? And the Lord responded, Go, for tomorrow I will give them into your hands. Then Israel set an ambush around Gibeah. They went up against the Benjamites on the third day and took up positions against Gibeah as they had done before. The Benjamites came out to meet them and were drawn away from the city. They began to inflict casualties on the Israelites as before, so that about thirty men fell in the open field and on the roads, the one leading to Bethel and the other to Gibeah. While the Benjamites were saying, We are defeating them as before, the Israelites were saying, Let's retreat and draw them away from the city to the roads. 
all the men of Israel moved from their places and took up positions at Baal Tamar, and the Israelite ambush charged out of its place on the west of Gebeah. Then ten thousand of Israel's able young men made a frontal attack on Gebeah. The fighting was so heavy that the Benjamites did not realize how near disaster was. The Lord defeated Benjamin before Israel, and on that day the Israelites struck down 25,100 Benjamites, all armed with swords. Then the Benjamites saw that they were beaten. Now the men of Israel had given way before Benjamin because they relied on the ambush they had set near Gibeah. Those who had been in ambush made a sudden dash into Gibeah, spread out, and put the whole city to the sword. The Israelites had arranged with the ambush that they should send up a great cloud of smoke from the city, and then the Israelites would counterattack. The Benjamites had begun to inflict casualties on the Israelites, about thirty, and they said, We are defeating them as in the first battle. But when the column of smoke began to rise from the city, the Benjamites turned and saw the whole city going up in smoke. Then the Israelites counterattacked, and the Benjamites were terrified because they realized that disaster had come on them. So they fled before the Israelites in the direction of the wilderness, but they couldn't escape the battle. And the Israelites who came out of the towns cut them down there. They surrounded the Benjamites, chased them, and easily overran them in the vicinity of Gibeah on the east. Eighteen thousand Benjamites fell, all of them valiant warriors. As they turned and fled toward the wilderness to the rock of Ramon, the Israelites cut down 5,000 men along the roads. They kept pressing after the Benjamites as far as Gidom and struck down 2,000 more. On that day, 25,000 Benjamite swordsmen fell, all of the valiant fighters but six hundred of them turned and fled into the wilderness to the rock of Ramon, where they stayed four months. The men of Israel went back to Benjamin and put all the towns to the sword, including the animals and everything else they found. All the towns they came across, they set on fire. Okay, shocking story I know. So how does this relate to us today? Notice that the turning point in the war was after the men of Israel fasted and prayed. They had prayed before and lost, but after they fasted and prayed, the battle turned in their favor and they were able to defeat the Benjamites. Another important side note, God didn't have them wipe out the entire tribe of Benjamin. A remnant of 600 men remained. This was a one-day fast, and even though Scripture doesn't tell us what kind of fast it was, I would assume it was either an absolute fast, no food or water, or at the very least, a normal fast with water only and no food. This was also an urgent need fast, 
They didn't have 21 days or even three days to fast. They needed a resolution to their problem quickly. If you have an urgent need, a pressing problem that needs a quick response, a one-day fast might be the answer for you. And as I stated in the introductory podcast to this series, if you are new to fasting, I would recommend a one-day fast. Once again, I want to stress, fasting doesn't move God. Fasting moves us. It puts us in a position to receive from God. So, check in. Hopefully, you have chosen what you are fasting from and how long you are going to fast, as well as why you are fasting. I encourage you to write it down. Write down the problem you are fasting about. As you dive into scripture and prayer, write down any ideas that come into your mind, even if they seem a little crazy. Sometimes God's instructions don't make sense at first, but when we are obedient, we can see that they make perfect sense. So how is day one of your fast going? Remember, your body is going through a detox process. Things you might experience today. You might have a slight headache, especially if you usually drink coffee or other caffeinated drinks. You will probably be hungry. I find that more often I don't experience hunger so much as just the habit of, oh, it's lunchtime, or this is when I usually have a snack. You might be a little irritable. Just praise and pray through it. Please remember to stay well hydrated. All right, let me say a prayer over you. Father God, thank you for this group of believers seeking you and seeking answers. Father, we lay our lives before you as living sacrifices. We deny our flesh and switch our focus to you. Whatever the need, Father, we know that you always provide exceedingly, abundantly more than we could ever ask or even imagine. We enter this fast with humility and reverence, wanting to draw closer to you, to your love, to your wisdom. We know the answers we seek are in your word, Father. So we ask that Holy Spirit guide and direct us and bring to our remembrance the scriptures we need to resolve whatever issue we are facing whether it is a relationship, a health issue, a financial issue, we know there is nothing too difficult for you. We humbly place ourselves in a position to receive, and we thank you in advance, Father. Amen. Thank you for joining me on Meditating the Word today. This is Cherie, reminding you that you are in my prayers I look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.